The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. In this episode, we're going to have a discussion about loneliness. Because we thought, you know, it might be something that a lot of us are dealing with during quarantine. I'm Sienna. And I'm Toast. We've been partners in life, love, and music since 2001. And we believe life is best lived as a love story. Your love story. After all, to love well is to live well. For more, check out SiennaandToast.com. But for now, here's this episode. Here we are with another episode (sighs) from self-quarantine. So in keeping with tradition... During this time, we will state for the record that this recording is happening on Sunday, April 26th. It is 45 days now that we have been in Mm -hmm. Mm self-quarantine. And thankfully, we we remain safe and healthy. And we hope that this finds you the same. Yes. Seriously. Absolutely. Yes. And if you're wondering... Well, hey, what happened to batching? I thought you guys were going to start batching. Batch record the podcast. Because of that one grumpy day I had. Okay. <laughs> From the grump cast. <laughs> um, I don't know. The batching hasn't hasn't flowed quite well. So. Yeah. And we're okay yeah, with that. Yeah. I'm yeah. Gonna... I'm okay today. <laughs> that's, that's the, <laughs> you know, that's all this podcast is. It's It's not overly planned. It's not like a. It's college not. class with a no syllabus and all that kind of stuff. All right. Uh, okay. Yeah. So we're talking about lonely loneliness today. Yeah. Um, but I do want to just add that if you are not on our email list, you may want to sign up before May 1st. Okay. Because I'm going to be... Um, giving a really healthy and yummy cookie recipe in oh, that email. And tell you know yes. how I wanted to give people that cookie recipe because it's just yes. so comforting but yet it's healthy. It's ac- it really is actually it, it's healthy. super healthy and I promise you it's good. You will not be fooled. Um in other si- words, so sign up, sign up and 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 we don't email people a lot. In fact, hardly at all. If you sign up, <laughs> if you signed up in the past, you'd be like, is anything been, happening? Yeah, you'd probably be like, um, hello, is yeah. anybody home? Okay. Maximum but, would be once a week, but we're not even doing that yet. Um, yeah. So anyways, but sign up so you can get the cookie recipe. And this cookie recipe, just to make sure, um, when you say healthy, it's not mm-hmm. just like, oh, use margarine instead of butter or something like that. No, it's right? actually it's, Okay, so this cookie recipe is vegan. But I will say that not everything vegan is healthy. That's <laughs> so, right. So it is yep. vegan. Mm-hmm. Um and it's also grain-free, gluten-free and soy-free. And it's still good. So basically it's a chocolate chip cookie which we can always use another chocolate chip mm-hmm. cookie recipe. Um, and if you like shortbread, that shortbread texture, then you'll really love these cookies. Yeah. So just that's my little okay. cookie promo push. It's making me <laughs> want a cookie. Yeah. So sign up before. I think we're going to um, try and get that newsletter out with the recipe on May 1st. Oh, no. So that just gives them. Oh, no, that's time. 
because the episode's coming out on Tuesday. <laughs> if you really want it, just email us oh, and yeah, request that's it. True. <laughs> if you're too late, if you don't meet the deadline. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yep. This is a casual, just see what happens kind of podcast generally. Mm-hmm. So that's what just happened. Um, should we just go right into the topic? Let's go right into the, the topic. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, I've been noticing that a lot of our uh, quarantine podcasts mm-hmm. have been a little more ramble leaning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or rambling leaning. Yeah. Rambly. <laughs> Rambly. Okay. So uh, we want to. Um... Okay, I'm not doing any better. <laughs> you mean just like this? <laughs> like it, our episode. But that's okay. It's okay. I'm fine with it. So let's just move on. That that's basically what I was saying. Because people have stuff to do. <laughs> they have like ten podcasts now like to listen try and to cut during their hair. quarantine, right? Yes, cut your own hair, color your own hair, put your own eyelashes on. I don't know, whatever else. <laughs> uh, All right. So loneliness. Now, the first. We decided to cover this topic and, and just think about it and offer some words of hopefully support and solidarity and comfort and stuff because we know that for a lot of a lot of people it's been it has been lonely. And that's part of the the challenge. Mm-hmm. The I feel for true extroverts who yes. live alone. Yes. You know, or even true extroverts in a partnership who normally spend a lot of time with a lot of other people. Right. Anyone that normally spends time with a lot of other people in person Mm -hmm. and love that. Let me add that there. Right. (laughs) And love it. um, I feel for those people. Yeah. And that is not me. (laughs) Yes. and, and And that's the other thing is we'll be up front and say that, you know, both both Sienna and I are pretty on the introverted side Mm -hmm. and we have been used to working from home Mm -hmm. for years. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, Oh, go ahead. But introverts get lonely too. Yes. See, that was Sienna's thought is she, she, cause I get lonely. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. don't, you don't have to say it like that. (laughs) I don't need to be coddled. (laughs) Well, the reason (laughs) I said it like Don't that. Don't me. The reason I said it like that is because... <laughs> Were you trying to be I, compassionate? Well, well, maybe I don't... Maybe I just have... What? What is it? Less self-awareness? Or just... I don't... I, I, I don't feel like I have a long experience with being lonely. I you think it's I mean? because you... You primarily live in your head like you love thoughts and you love to think about this and think about that so there's lots going on for you right throughout the day yes where for me I I primarily live in and be from my emotional space Mm -hmm. and your emotions you know I mean come on they can go up and down they're just like a lot of things can affect how you feel Mm -hmm. but that is my first go-to is okay how am I feeling Mm -hmm. Where a person who loves to think about different thoughts and that's their first place, I think there's 
always stuff to be thinking about, <laughs> you know, mm. and dissecting and analyzing. And mm. so there's not much room there. Yeah. Oftentimes, I think. Yeah. I can easily, yeah, I, I, I easily, you know, yeah, fill my head with all kinds of, yeah, thoughts and whether it's reading or listening to other podcasts mm -hmm. or just, yeah, journaling and working through my views of things yeah. and going, you know, seeing both sides of a certain argument on, in my own head. Yeah. So but, I think that's but part of it. I think it's important to also say that loneliness isn't necessarily bad. Like it's not right. like, oh, when you're lonely, you have to just get, like, if, if you're feeling lonely, then you better not get out. You better get out of that feeling of being lonely because that's bad to be lonely. Right. That, that was one of the first Certainly thoughts that not. came to. Yeah, that was one of my first thoughts, too, is like, you know, we really need to say that, yeah, loneliness is not automatically a bad thing. It doesn't mean that, oh, something's wrong and you should fix that. Right. It 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 can, it can feel that way. It can feel really mm -hmm. sucky, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and painful, mm -hmm. but just because something is unpleasant or painful um, doesn't mean it's bad. Because sometimes it's part, so it's true. just part of so the process. True. Yeah. Yeah. Part of the process. And I think that's the beauty of this whole thing that the whole entire human species is going through right now is... It's, there's an element, obviously, of, of pain to it, but it's part of our evolution as a species is to learn from this in so many ways on an individual lev level mm -hmm. and on a, a collective level. Um, yeah, socially, government-wise, commerce, I mean, gosh, so much. So yeah. loneliness, not automatically bad. Mm-mm. And I will say that just from the introverted experience, which is my own, mm -hmm. um, because I am very familiar with this feeling of loneliness, I know for myself that when I am feeling, when the loneliness sets in and I'm like noticing what I notice and I'm going, hey, I'm feeling lonely. Mm -hmm. Like that that's kind of how I notice certain feelings, right? It's like being the watcher of your thoughts, the watcher of how you feel and taking those moments to check in. Mm -hmm. So if when I check in, I realize that, Hey, wow, you know what? I am feeling lonely. Mm -hmm. And to be able to label it like that versus like, Oh, I just, I don't know. Just don't feel good. I just feel blood. Yeah. It, it's helpful. I think like Isn't what it? kind of blah are you are you angry do you are you tired are you hungry are you discouraged are you lonely are you you know do you feel hurt is something like to cuz a lot of things can fall into ugh i just don't feel good right what does that mean i right? i i so appreciate you saying that like wow i love words and the power of words and again concepts but yeah being able to narrow it down mm -hmm. and being able to identify it and assign a, a label to it, assign a name to that blah feeling. Yes. It is super really helpful. Yes. It just gives you a sense of relating to something that feels more concrete, mm -hmm. that feels more like, okay, um, 
there's something you can kind of grab hold of instead of just being under this invisible cloak of blahness. Right. Of like, what's going on? I just feel blah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like, oh, no, okay, here's here's what's happening. There's clarity to to assessing the situation, and that alone is just so helpful. So it's kind of like don't stop at blah. You know, like, <laughs> right. okay, what am I, what, well, what were, and some of the, sometimes yeah. it's like, well, I'm feeling a certain way, but I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Like one way to really track that, and this really works, is to go, okay, what was I just thinking about? Mm. And then you can kind of trace that, and then you're like, well, I was thinking about this, and right before that, I was thinking about that, and prior to that, I was thinking about this, and then you can almost see the trail of what, of how your your real thoughts led to now how you're feeling Hmm. which is very powerful because what you think often determines what you feel Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and sometimes I think we forget that basic you know that basic connection but for me I have felt I have found that when I am feeling lonely it's because so this is just like a broad sweep okay it's it's generally because I am too into myself, like I'm too into my humanness and giving so much power to that. And I'm forgetting my spiritual side. So I am mm. forgetting and I am disconnecting from the greater part of myself. I am, I am forgetting that I am a part of something greater. Yes. I am forgetting that um, because I, I believe and I know toast believes in this too like we have guides you mm-hmm. know we have angels we have ancestors there's there's an, yeah there's ancestors that have come before us that are still here with us mm-hmm. you know on or this god other or realm. jesus whatever yeah, you want to the universe universal energy whatever it is right mm-hmm. um and oftentimes when i feel lonely i have disconnected from that very fact mm-hmm. so so when i assess that then for me, it's like, oh, yeah, this is what's happening for me. So then it becomes for me, how do I connect again? Mm-hmm. You know, how do I recognize the connection versus right. just knowing it in my head? Right. Like, how can yes. I, what can I do exactly to truly feel that connection? Yes. And then oftentimes it's, it's being present, mm-hmm. you know? So what is something that can help me feel present? For me, that can be um, being in nature. Because when you're walking, you're outside in nature. You're so present, right? You're like, oh my God, you're breathing the great air. You're like looking at the sky. You're looking at the trees. You're like, oh my God, look at that tree. You're, you're so hyper aware and so extremely present when you're in nature, which is one of the great gifts of being in nature. And to me, that is such an instant reminder of the oneness of spirit, of your spiritual side. So it truly is to to do that for mm. me in my experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's other things too, but did you want to share? Because well, I love that thing you were telling me about before. Okay. We well, down. I love, I'm going to start from the place where you started just now, which is um, feeling or remembering that, you are part of a larger community mm. of beings or entities mm-hmm. or energies, whatever you want to 
without Call scaring it. anyone. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, ah! But okay, yes. that was weird. All right, whatever. Anyways, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but see, <laughs> oh my god, oh my gosh. Hey, we're out so this, to play. You know, I think that's one of the things with the self-quarantine. Yeah. You know, people may be, quote unquote, bored, okay. right? And that's something else to explore as well, right? Like, what does it really mean if you're bored? Okay. But it's kind of like everyone's going a little crazy, I think. Yeah. And it's like, whatever, just <laughs> our inner child and inner children are running free. So. And that's a great thing. It is a great thing. It's definitely connected Woo. to your creativity. So yes. All right, but finish and your this, thought. And this this whole thing of feeling connected, recognizing your connection with the larger community of organisms of all kinds and places and shapes and dimensions. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is accessed through our imagination and creativity. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, so when people say, or when even the thought comes into our heads of like, well, that's just in your head. That's just in your mind. Um, We have to remember that it's also objectively true that pretty much um, the nature of consciousness is that everything's in our mind. Everything that we're experiencing is through our mind and through this consciousness. Um. So yeah, being connected to the larger community. And I think maybe, you know, when I journal, a lot of times I will approach it as writing down, like literally writing, hi, God, or Mm. good morning, God, or good morning, Mm -hmm. spirit. Those are the words I generally choose. And it's so unfortunate that for me personally, the word and God has so much baggage attached to it. And I think that's true for a lot of us. Um, but, but why are you saying it's unfortunate for you if you're using it in your journaling? Because it feel for me, it feels the most personal. And compared to other things like universe. Mm-hmm. Because for me, part of my, the way that my imagination uh, just feels, I, feels is that it feels more powerful and real when it feels personal versus hi universe yes universe but why feels is it, more like a concept but why god is feels it like baggage? an actual entity right and i get that part oh, okay but why did you say in that sentence that it's unfortunate for you that there's so much baggage around the word god you don't have that baggage so no, it works i feel for like you. i do have that baggage oh but, but, I, it but still I continue to use it okay because okay. it's the least worst choice for me <laughs> because my Aww. other options my other Aww. options feel less personal okay you know and yet and that is something that's also another podcast that's topic. Whole seriously like life yeah thing to have oh to work gosh. out but but yes. you know the reality is that in any real relationship there's issues there's right. baggage mm-hmm. you know it's if it's real i have baggage with god yeah, i have baggage with have issues i have baggage you know yeah. so but but my whole point in bringing that up was that that's my form of or one way that i live out 
Your connection. This connection. Yeah. And that's, that's a me great communing. Way. Yeah, that's me mm-hmm. communing and, you know, having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Even throughout the day, it doesn't I don't have to be journaling only, but you know, like taking in signs and offering mm-hmm. thanks and all of that. Yes. Yes. Just yeah. I love that. For I know messages from I know God. For myself, like with the um like journaling and the deer, whatever, right? Right. That has sh- shifted and changed so much mm. and so often throughout my journaling life. Mm. And I think it just depends where you're at and what you're needing and how you're feeling and right. and your various connection at the time. You yes, know? totally, totally. Yeah. Um, so as we were preparing for this episode... Quote unquote preparing. Yeah, quote unquote. <laughs> well, I actually did a little no, bit. I know. Um, I know. So I wanted to share this passage um, with you. This is a like this. writing from a cultural anthropologist who worked with. Um, I think he needs a drum roll, but I can't let her know how to do that. <laughs> Well, this guy's name is Richard Nelson. He is a cultural anthropologist who worked with the Koyukon Indians in North Central Alaska. But say say the author of the book that you you found that in. Oh, okay. That's the drumroll guy. Oh, okay. Gosh, see, we're building up this quote so much that it's going <laughs> to no, land I, in a I really... Mean, I think it's amazing. Okay. So Sienna knows that every so often I go back to this guy who's a philosopher, um, an amazing writer. His name is David Abram. And he has been called one of the hundred visionaries who are changing the world. You may not have heard of him because he's not, he doesn't do a lot like in the digital space that I'm aware of. Um, But yeah, David Abram, he's written two amazing books and I'm reading from one of them in which he quotes another guy. Okay, so, but this whole quote, is about how the traditional Koyukon people, and I'll be, I'll start the quote now. They quote, live in a world that watches in a forest of eyes, a person moving through nature, however wild, remote, even desolate the place may be, is never truly alone. The surroundings are aware, sensate, personified. They feel they can be offended and they must at every moment be treated with a proper respect. End quote. What I love is that this that's so intense description <laughs> that but this description of experiencing life and what it what it feels like to be human in this world is true of many indigenous mm-hmm. oral cultures. Yeah. You know, I think it's it's the natural state of a human being who does not grow up in the age of reason, right? Where there was this separation was made between mind and body. And that's really an artificial separation as we are coming to realize. We're such integrated beings, you can't truly separate those things. Mm-hmm. Our body has a mind, Mm-hmm. You know, so, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. so I, but I love that. I love, yeah, um, relating to the world, the physical world, um, in that way. And so often I'll find myself talking 
two objects talking two things, you know, not having these long philosophical conversations necessarily, but just training them as other entities. But then when we're you know? like old, how am I going to know if that, if you're still healthy and talking to things <laughs> <laughs> or if I need to take you right. for a checkup? I don't know. How am I going to know. know if you're starting that now? Well, I'm not starting it out loud well, so much. Right. But, yeah. And I, I think mm-hmm. that this makes sense that when we're with other people, mm-hmm. part of the feeling of being the opposite of lonely, whatever that is, we can call that connected or whatever, right? Yeah. Part of that feeling is being conscious of being watched, of being true. seen, Very true. right? Living yes. in that forest mm-hmm. of eyes. When you know that you are- That is just so much for me to take in. The forest yes. of eyes? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's beautiful. I love it. We're a community. But yeah, I think that's that's part of it. And mm-hmm. when when we feel lonely, I think that's another way. That's a name for the feeling that um, no one is beholding me. Mm. No one, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You know. And I think too, you know, I found that when I have that feeling of being lonely, I find that there's a correlation between the feeling of loneliness. And have, and recognizing that I've been too, stuck in a rut. Mm, stagnant. Yeah. Like when I look at, okay, when yeah. I just really wake up, look around, and I'm like, wow, this is just feeling a bit too... Groundhog's mundane. Day. Yeah. It's like, ugh. And I know that in those moments... I am really searching in my loneliness, searching for that feeling of aliveness, which to me, I equate aliveness with God, with universe, with that the life energy, force energy, with the life force energy that makes us, you know, when we have this great idea or when you're really aligned with something or when you are talking with another person and you're like, wow, we just just something that clicks, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. there's this spark, there's this great feeling that just makes you feel alive. And again, I connect that, connect that with God and then that loneliness, right? So it's like when I, so a practical thing is when I have felt that way, it's to remember um, the things that bring about that feeling for me, that aliveness. And then I actively seek that out. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, I do know. And it's kind of, I think this is where things like setting goals, mm-hmm. setting a target that you're driving towards, yeah. um, uh, creating uh, an arena for a sense of progress, which means change. Yeah. Right? Not, in other words, the opposite of yes. stagnant. Yes. That's where that is so key. Yeah. Right? And just the, and yeah. very practical advice. But I think, you know, the bottom line is really that when we are feeling lonely and if lonely in one way is the absence of connection we don't we can really broaden our view of what connection means yes and not necessarily think to actual people right especially now during this time right Mm -hmm. and not that I mean, absolutely, you know, we talked about blue zones in another podcast. We do need to connect with other human beings. Absolutely. But I'm speaking about 
those times we can't. Right. In the, those well, times in the absence of that, what yeah, there can we is do? another yeah. level and layer that we can seek our connectivity mm-hmm. from. Yeah. You know, so hopefully that's helpful. Yeah. I I mean and and some people listening might be like, you guys just sound You guys kinda, are weirdo. You just are, <laughs> you just kinda whack. That's like woo woo. Well, you know what? But this is more the introvert's guide to loneliness, <laughs> yeah, I guess, I right? Guess so, it's yeah. like for introverts. It's the quarantine introvert's guide to loneliness. Yes. Because yeah, what if you know, you can't be with people. Right. Literally. And you know, there's only I don't know, but the, the what I so much screen time. Right. And what I expressed today really is from experience. Like it really is what I have experienced in my um, various f- times of loneliness, mm-hmm. feeling lonely and yeah. stuff. So, so like retracing your steps of what, of what your thoughts were that took you to a certain point mm-hmm. and realize, I'm just kind of doing a review. Yeah. And then also realizing that, Hey, you know what? Like it might sound whack and woo woo. And, um, but that's because we have, we are coming and the tail end of this age of reason of artificially separating mind and body. But, you know, look out at the other entities and objects in the world. Mm -hmm. You are not the only entity here. There are other beings. Um, Yeah. And and just remembering that you are part of something greater. Yes. Than yourself. And journaling to it and listening to it and Mm -hmm. talking back to it. And doing things that make you feel alive. There you have it. There you have it. Loneliness and what to do about it. In a nutshell. edition. (laughs) Right. We will be back next week with another episode that's, we predict, will still be recorded from quarantine. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Until then, as always, this is Sienna. And this is Toast, inviting you to come and live your connected love story.